0: Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Talking About BoJack. Yes, welcome. Today we're starting with episode one. Melina, do you want to introduce yourself before we start?
1: Oh my gosh, were we supposed to prepare something? I don't know, I'm going off the top of my head. I didn't prepare anything. (laughs) Okay, well, my name is Melina. I watch a lot of anime, so this will be one of the first few Western shows, like adult shows I'll see. So a lot of comparison, a lot of thoughts, a lot of things to see how things go. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good, it's an interesting bio. I watch a lot of TV, uh, primarily while I do other things. So I have seen Bojack Horseman all the seasons before. I'm rewatching it with Melina. I'm very excited. And also I'm a DD, forgot to introduce myself. And I am excited to rewatch it and actually pay attention and not be doing something else like cooking or folding laundry. I'm actually actively paying attention because I really enjoyed this show and I feel like I'm going to get a lot out of it in this rewatch.
1: I don't know. Well, we'll see. I heard. I heard you told me it's good things, and I've heard (laughs) like the like on Reddit and things. People are like, "Oh my gosh, it's annoying." So it's not so not annoying. It's great. (laughs) It's great and stuff. So I'm glad that Reddit agreed with (laughs) me. So (laughs) that means a lot. High expectations. Yeah. So let's summarize
0: uh, this episode. Uh, The title of this episode is Bojack Horseman. The Bojack Horseman story, chapter one. The date is August 22nd, 2014. That's when this came out. Obviously, it's a Netflix show. So when it dropped out, season one, all 12 episodes came out at once on that date. And it's a Netflix original, star-studded. Uh, Will Arnett is the voice of BoJack. Allison Brie as Diane. Amy Sedaris as Princess Carolyn. Paul F. Tompkins as Mr. Peanut Butter. Aaron Paul as Todd Chavez. And it also guest stars a bunch of people because, you know, Netflix has some clout. Stephen Colbert, Ken Jeong, John Krasinski, Keegan-Michael Key. Now I'm going to jump into a summary, but Melina, what did you think? Did you know all this information before watching the first episode? No, I
1: did not look into anything. I didn't even read the summary. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's good. You have to go in blind. That's true. I mean, I think, I don't know. I feel like a summary might have given me an idea of what to expect. (laughs) Because... When I was watching... Well, I'll go into more later. But when I was yeah. watching it, I was like, what am I, what am I even watching? What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
0: fair. It is a, uh, an acquired taste in the beginning. <laughs> it's a little odd. Um, so the, the summary, I, I've written this myself. It's a little rough. I apologize. But 18 years ago, BoJack Horseman, the star of Horsing Around, uh, his show was canceled, leaving him very wealthy and successful. The show opens to the aftermath of his success, And despite his monetary success, he ultimately does not know what he's doing in his life. Whether it comes to his book or his personal life, he relies heavily on alcohol and drugs and relives his glory days by watching the show, horsing around, had nine seasons. And now he is finally taking the chance to write this book and sort of revitalize his career so he doesn't feel like a has-been. Do you think that's an Mm -hmm. accurate summary of this episode?
1: I mean, was all that information in the summer, in the episode? Because some of them I did not realize. Like, I didn't realize the show was canceled. I didn't realize he was relying on drugs. (laughs) Was that?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's subtle. It's, I think it's a little subtle. I love the way they introduced the beginning, right? Where they had that section. And I have comments on this. They kind of show the fact the show went on for nine seasons. And then he subtly says, oh, since your show was canceled 18 years ago, uh, Charlie Rose, who's interviewing him, what have you been up to? And he's like, I don't really know. And he says he's too drunk to drive the car. In the morning when he's making breakfast, there's like, he's putting pills in his breakfast. So it's like things, and I don't think it's that subtle, Melina, but I think you, (laughs) what did did you think of BoJack? Maybe we should start there.
1: I mean, so I thought he was... And I don't know if it's supposed to be the impression, but I thought he was, like, at the, first, okay, at the beginning, yeah. I thought he was extremely annoying, extremely full of himself, like, yes. very irresponsible, especially, like, in the beginning with the interview segment, like, he was, how he was like, talking about, like, being drunk, yes. like, coming on drunk and stuff, and I'm like, bro, you're on interview, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but then, like, as the show progressed, like, there were bits of things where I was, like, the armchair psychology side of me was, like, okay... I can see there's like some anxiety, some trauma going on yes. here. Yes. They'll probably talk about it more. That yes. Probably explains why he's just, like so like not accepting help and so like attacking everyone else because of yes. something. Yes. But, uh, I, I, which I think is good because he just kept on being like all himself. I would have probably stopped watching the show. <laughs> like, if there was no depth, I would have been like, okay, let's not watch this anymore.
0: Wait, so what what made you continue watching the show after finding out in the first, like, minute that Bojack is uh is not a great person? Mainly this podcast, really, like,
1: we were going to summarize it.
0: So <laughs> so was wasn't, like... It wasn't for me forcing you to do this, you would not, you know, that's what, okay. That, it's good to know,
1: it's good to know. Um, well, and then, like, afterwards, once it actually starts getting into it, then it's, okay, there's more going on. So I'm glad they introduced it in the first episode versus, yep. like, say it later on. But yeah, well, we'll go into yeah, that more, I guess. Yeah, I think it's
0: a really dense first minute, though. And I think you pointed that out. But we're, we're yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I think before we start going into um, our general thoughts of the different scenes, I want to go over the characters we met and then get your initial thoughts. So we already shared what you thought of Bojack Horseman. <laughs> Todd Chavez, what did you think about him?
1: Do you remember him? Is he the, the roommate? Yes, the couch surfer roommate the couch surfer i mean i don't think he left that much of an impression on me like he was yes. just like this hippie guy who yes. says that bojack is very unlike well bojack asked him if he was like four or not he's like uh for like 10 minutes but that's the only impression i got from him really yeah do you yeah. like him do you hate him what are your thoughts i'm pretty indifferent because i mean he's a hippie that's all i know so far <laughs> okay okay wait what do you describe someone as
0: a hippie as
1: well, I, I thought I he, didn't I, get that read from him. I thought he was like this chill guy who was high all the time. Like I guess, okay, okay. That is a vibe that can so align. <laughs> I think of of Todd as just like you know, he's just like the, the regular
0: person. He's also the I think the first human we meet. Mm. Yes. No, no, actually he's the Wait. second because Charlie Rose is the first human we meet, so he's the second.
1: Yeah. I'm I wonder if that does that like play. Into any part, like some are humans and some are not, or it's just a artistic I think voice. it's just a quirk of the show,
0: but it's something that I wanted to keep track of, especially on my rewatch. Okay. okay, third character, Princess Carolyn. What did you think about her?
1: Where are we talking? Is, is she the um the real
0: estate agent? No, his his um his acting agent. But she is an agent. She's the one he's dating to. She's okay. the cat. Yeah, oh yeah, she's, he's dating her, yes. and she is his acting agent.
1: Okay. Oh. Okay. Clearly, I, I, see. I'm even getting the character. Like, uh, I thought. Was, I thought she was a real estate Malina agent. Makes way
0: more sense once you understood that, right? You're like, wait, what?
1: Because I, I remember she did call him after like their argument in the car, and then she was all like, "I'm also your agent," and I just thought like, real estate. Agent. <laughs> I was like, we know what was on your mind.
0: <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm far removed from the world of uh, acting.
1: But it's. I think it's like it's interesting that she can have such. She can like divide like her the relationship part and her being an agent part like so well like they literally yes. had a huge argument and literally it's like oh hey I'm your agent blah 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 I feel that a yeah. lot of people they're kind of like if they're like angry at like their their partner for whatever reason it's kind yes. of like it just bleeds into their interactions with them yes she is a really interesting separation of like work
0: and personal life and yet she is dating her own like client. <laughs>
1: yes which which is
0: is, uh... yeah by definition a violation of that (laughs) she was just like it's interesting I wouldn't do it I feel like there is something there
1: about that like that's a hard thing to do personally emotionally for yourself right but I feel like entertainment industry you always hear about scandals and things like so I'm not too too surprised
0: yes this is a commentary I think on like LA life right here because you're right you hear about this way more in like in, in i guess the entertainment industry people you know uh dating the director or you know hiring a director hiring their um, spouse on mm. set or their agent spouse you know they met someone on set and then they ended up and i think it's also because like geeks are temporary i guess it's a little bit more complicated because your agent you have for longer but um mm. if it works out they're there for longer but uh, yeah okay next character is mr peanut butter
1: They so from my understanding, because clearly I'm like getting all the characters wrong. (laughs) No, no, I
0: love this, Melina. It is like ten times more fun. Go on.
1: (laughs) So he they were in the same show. Yes, but then he somehow eventually became successful and had his own show. No, so very close. Very close. Mr. Peanut Butter was on a different
0: network, I think. Okay. And they basically copied his show. Okay. okay. So Horsing Around is a horse plus three kids. Yes. And Mr. Peanut Butter is a dog plus three kids. Yes. So it's basically like a spin off. ripoff. It, did they do that with actual... I think they did that with actual television back in the day too, right? When one network had a vampire drama, the other network would also have a vampire drama, you know? Yeah. But it'd be slightly I... different. And so the difference is a horse becomes a, a dog. <laughs>
1: yes and it is completely allowed no copyright issues there. no <laughs>
0: copyright right where's the horse you know even in the name it's horsing around it's a it's a it's just dogging around now. <laughs> around. i don't oh. even remember the name of mr peanut butter show <laughs> that is something uh maybe we should look up but pay attention i guess maybe if they mention it after I-, I think this might be a good time to bring up did you notice anything about the past two names uh peanut butter Mr. Peanut Butter and Princess Carolyn. Princess Carolyn is a cat. Mr. Peanut Butter is a dog. No. Their names are kind of like what people would name their pets. You know, like how cats always end up with like kind of regal names because of their attitude.
1: Princess I guess Carolyn.
0: And then dogs. Dogs would really like peanut butter, so you call them like Mr. Peanut Butter. I, they name them kind of like, and, and Bojack is a very common name for like a horse. So they they actually are taking the animal names and giving them to the humans, which is so weird because Mister Peanut Butter is like you wouldn't call a human that. It's just like a way to address,
1: you know. But that's his I, name. <laughs> There's I mean, a Mister in his name. I, I don't think I would address a dog as Peanut Butter, <laughs> but I guess to each their own.
0: I I swear there was a Peanut Butter dog in my building, uh, my previous building. There was a dog named Peanut Butter. Every time I would come into the, I think his name was Peanut or Peanut Butter. I can't remember, but. I guess I can
1: see. Some of them call them like Muffin. Yes! Okay, okay. I'm starting to see it. Okay, I guess. guess. Yeah, what did you think of Mr. Peanut Butter aside from your Um, initial... So, he I guess was just this happy loud... Well, he also was like an obnoxious guy. (laughs) Like, like, I don't think he means to rub it into Bojack's face that he's like his show got more successful, but it's like it's just because I guess because we're seeing it from Bojack's perspective, perspective. That's what it seems like.
0: Yeah. I don't think that Mr. Peanut Butter Show was more successful. I guess we'll find out. I don't remember it.
1: Did they mention that it was more successful in the show? Uh, I don't know if they mentioned it, but I thought like he was he he was so like out there and like everything was because I think like, it was successful. That's his personality. Also okay. because he's a dog. That's his personality.
0: <laughs> I think he's just like his level of of obnoxiousness is like a different version than Bojack's. Right? Like Bojack's was like one version, and Mr. Peanut Peanutbutter's like, hey, loud, trying to get to, like, he's, like, fake getting to know people, but then he doesn't really care about you. Oh. You know? He just, he, he never let Bojack finish a single sentence. He was like, crossover episode! We should totally talk! And then he left.
1: I thought I thought he was just being obnoxious. <laughs> that is being
0: obnoxious. It's just a different type of obnoxious,
1: right? Like, I think,
0: yeah, it's, it, it's like equivalent to BoJack. Anytime he, Todd was thinking about his own problems, he's like, hey, can we talk about me for a moment? Aye, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> that, um, yes.
0: So I think they're both obnoxious, but I think they're different, like, versions, flavors, you know what I mean? Anyways, I think um, Mr. Peanut Butter and Bojack Horseman are two sides of the same coin, and that coin is obnoxiousness. Um, Bojack Horseman is the bottom side of that coin, so it's kind of like a darker level of obnoxiousness, mm-hmm. and Mr. Peanut Butter is like the top level of that. So he's like facing the sun; he's very bright and loud. But I think they're both obnoxious.
1: Okay, I think the fact that uh, Mr. Peanut Butter was so out obnoxious it just gave off the f- impression, I guess, that he was more successful. Which- I see. I guess it's yes. also like because he seems uh, happy. Yeah, it, he seems he happy. Be.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you would associate that with success.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then um, you can't judge a book by its cover.
0: Exactly. We don't know yet. Um, Pinky Penguin. Do you remember this
1: character? Penguin. Was this the person who like he was supposed to write the book about, and then the penguin was really upset? So the penguin. You, do you know the
0: the actual Penguin Publishing House, right?
1: Yes, it's very big.
0: Yeah, they're very big. So I think I don't know whether Penguin was doing bad in 2014. But this Penguin was like the head of the uh, Penguin Publishing House. And they're the one who are going to publish Bojack's book about himself. I think they're a minor character. I just thought it was hilarious that a Penguin runs Penguin Publishing House (laughs) and his name is Pinky Penguin. I just I was like I don't
1: it's it's minor, Melina, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they, they, maybe they did it on purpose, you know, trying to be like, oh, who's gonna catch this Easter yeah. egg? Yeah, I think
0: they do it on purpose with the animals, and I love it. the The more important character, I think that, and it looks like they're gonna be important in the subsequent episodes, is Diane Nugent. Yes. Uh, what did you think of Diane?
1: She was also human. It's hard to say what she's like because it's like so we, when we see her, it's like. She approaches him at the party, talks about oh how she's like nervous around parties and tries to get to know him and he like opens up a little and then we find out he she's actually like the other guy's the, the peanut butter's
0: girlfriend. Yes. But she's also a ghostwriter, yeah. right? She's yeah, a ghostwriter. Ghost
1: do you think she'll do a good job as a ghostwriter? It's hard to say cuz we don't know anything about her yet. Yeah. Like we know that she okay, so either she's either can be an empathetic person or she's very good at reading people and getting their gosh oh, that's kind of the same thing. I mean no, <laughs> like
0: I don't think everybody who's empathetic is good at like extracting information. That's what yeah. you were getting at, right? Like yeah. a ghostwriter especially for a memoir has mm-hmm. to get the juicy details of your life out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like when her when she was trying to um being vulnerable i guess with him about like oh like need a party who don't know who to talk about like at first i was like oh she seems like a like a socially obnoxious person person. not obnoxious (laughs) not not you're right not socially awkward and also not obnoxious But then if you consider her, like, she's supposed to be a ghostwriter. I'm like, is this a tactic that she used to try to get him oh. to open up? Because she true, could true, see true. that he was, like, yeah, exactly. being all oh, sulky and stuff at the side. That's that's 4D oh. chess. You
0: have high expectations for <laughs> Diane. You're right. It could be. Um, so she is the third human we meet. Uh, what did you think about the third human we meet being visibly and clearly a person of color? Specifically, uh... Asian. More specifically, with the last name Nguyen, I think it's very clear that she is also Vietnamese. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. I mean, wait, what was the first person? The first human? Mr. Charlie Charles? Rose.
0: Charlie Rose. Uh, who's a person in real life. I have thoughts on him after. Um, so he's not oh. a character. He's a literally a person in real life. Um, then Todd Chavez, who's a character on the show. And I okay, guess he's yes, also okay. a person of color. I, I think he is white and they will explore. His last name says Chavez. Chavez. Um, But they explore that a little bit later. And then the third one now is Diane Nguyen. Okay.
1: Okay, what were your thoughts on um, Diane being Asian? I didn't have much thoughts. Like, it was interesting that they did have an Asian character, but then they also have, like, animal characters. So it's like, they can throw anyone in there, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I didn't really have and yeah too much thoughts so we'll see how things go like what her character ends up being because it's like so there is the stereotype like oh asian women are generally quieter like awkward which mm-hmm. is like how she introduced she was kind of introduced so it's like are they gonna play into that or is she just gonna be like this really knows how to get people's information and read them really well and like vibe with them i don't know yeah
0: I think it's interesting, as you mentioned, they have so many animal characters that having even POCs and having diversity in the humans doesn't seem out of place. Like, I think some shows, either it feels like a token, like they added a minority mm. for a token, or they added them and they're they're going to play into a trope, or it's because of some sort of diversity quota. Like, it always feels forced, and because mm. there was already diversity in the show, it doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel like uh, lip service, it didn't feel like fan service to me, it just felt... Like, yeah, I didn't think about it the first time. I was like, Diane, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, oh, and we also have a horse, and we also have a cat, and we have yeah. a dog here. <laughs> and I think in some ways, I feel like it should be okay without having animals
0: to have diversity in a show, <laughs> without everything, you know, being like that. Yeah, do you want to walk
1: through what we, your notes on the show? What are, what is something that stood out for you? I actually wanted to discuss Charlie Rose. Okay. Yes. Tell me more because I clearly that segment just, I think because I kind of glossed over that interview part because it was like you just open up with it i'm like i'm so confused right now what's going on yeah
0: i like that interview part i think it just threw you in um re- me re-watching it gave me way more context right
1: mm. but they
0: kind of throw you in because they want to give you a crash course on who bojack is okay to me that segment seemed like inside the Actor studio have you ever seen inside the Actor studio no so it's like a behind the scenes Uh, interview with the cast of a show James Lipton hosted it that's what I thought it was when I watched it but then I noticed right when they start the episode they write Charlie Rose on the bottom and I was like who is Charlie Rose because I didn't know Mm. and I googled him did a little deep dive and he's a real person he hosted a talk show very similar to what they show in that segment so I think the audience is supposed to know what that talk show is Um, and he hosted the show 1991 to 2017 called the Charlie Rose Show on CBS and then he also was on CBS this morning with Gail King, um, and from 2012 to 2017, 2017, Charlie Rose's show was suspended because of Ooh. sexual harassment allegations. Like this as I mentioned, that's why I looked up the date of the show 2014. Oh. so they they had him as a character in the show before all that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of ironic because when I see Horson around the TV show, it's like a 90s TV show It reminds me of Cosby show. mm. And you know the Cosby show and what happened with Bill Cosby and making yeah. name of Charlie Rose? I was like, is there anything sacred anymore? <sighs> Don't trust anyone on TV. And if anything else, Bojack being an asshole really... And the fact he's interviewing just feeds into this.
1: Everyone on TV is trash, right? Is that what this is telling us? Maybe. I mean... Hmm. I guess like everyone's obnoxious on TV as far as I can tell. Um <laughs> uh, Melina, is this why you like anime? There are people who are obnoxious in anime too. Yeah, but they're 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 a different breed. <laughs> they have different. their own tropes.
0: Oh, anytime I think of obnoxious in anime, I think of two things. I think of yes. Death Note, um, Light, <laughs> when he's so convinced he has um defeated or, like, out-tricked L, and he, like, pushes his glasses up. Very, very iconic (laughs) anime trope, right? Like, the glasses up thing, and his glass glints up, and he's like, I have defeated L or something. I've tricked him. That, and the second one, is when L is eating, and he eats so much cake. And someone's like, how do you not gain weight? And he's like, it's because I'm using all the calories for my brain power. And he just, like, (laughs) says it casually. That moment, I don't even know if L was trying to be obnoxious, but it made me so physically angry. (laughs) (laughs) Which... I could eat all of that cake and then just burn it off with my brain. Goodness. Okay, so question I had for you based on that segment. What TV show that actually happened does Horsing Around
1: remind you of? Is this a trick question? No, it's not a trick question. I'm just <laughs> curious what it reminds you of. A horse raising three kids. For some reason, I just thought of Mary Poppins because I think she was supposed to be a nanny. for like. Oh, kids okay. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mary Poppins. As someone that looks after kids. So
0: I... mine was Full House. Because the way they had the opening sequence with the song, I watched a lot of Full House. Not not okay. the Korean drama. I oh. mean, uh, do, you
1: know, do you know which Full House I'm talking about, Melina? I, I think I was thinking of the Korean drama, and I was like, <laughs> wait You are like, minute. what? No,
0: uh, so Full House, it was uh, Bob Saget, I think, was in that show, and he was a single dad, and he had his friends come to help take care of his kids. Really feel good. It also reminded me of the Cosby show, like one of those family sitcoms that happened in the 90s about taking care of your kids.
1: Hmm... Okay.
0: Yeah, was there anything else you had uh, thoughts on the opening sequence with the interview?
1: You already uh, mentioned you thought
0: Bojack was an asshole. Oh, <laughs> well, why not let me <laughs> sorry. You already thought Bojack was obnoxious.
1: <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Uh no, the opening I did not have much thoughts on just again because you were just thrown into it. And so my only thought was like this guy is very irresponsible. Mm. <laughs> on this on this yeah. being drunk on interview. Yes, and that was all. I, I love knew. how
0: he's like, how "Am I doing?" Well? <laughs> what did you think
1: of the opening theme song? The opening theme song was pretty chill because I remember I was like, and normally I don't analyze Dick like, the Art of shows and stuff. Yeah, but I was like, like what? Like well, as I was watching the show, I was like, why does this seem so strange? Yes. Um, and I think like part of it is that I don't know if it, if Western shows are mostly like this, like art- Western cartoons are like that, but like. Um, like, everything was very flat, like, color-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. everything was just, like, one color. Like, the shirt was one color, the building was one color. Oh, there There wasn't, like, like sound shading like, how you have an anime. Or anything. But
0: I also think that's more modern anime, where it's, like, uh, shiny. Like, everything looks three-dimensional. It has, like, the little white thing to show that there is light reflection. Like, I think Studio Ghibli movies definitely don't do that. They're from the older, but that's definitely, like, 80s, 90s-style anime, right? Like, they don't, they do single-panel. Yeah, but you're right. Modern anime now, everything is shiny. Like, even on the hair, it has, like, yeah! little, like, white... Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I, but you're right. Yes.
1: Yeah, and Even like the actual like animation in terms of like movements and stuff. Yes. It, like There's not a lot of frames and stuff. Like no. recently I was watching a lot of fighting anime or like yeah. dancing anime. So there's a, a lot more like motion animation. Yes. When I was watching BoJack, I was like, their hand moved from there. And now it's all of a sudden there. And then like that was just going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, It's very, it's not that the animation's
0: bad. It's just definitely yeah. the action in the anime and the movement of the characters is less important than I think mm-hmm. the writing and the situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I think it also made it more realistic because it's like in yeah. real life, like, you don't and the way much. they talk was also in real life because in real life. Yeah, we <laughs> wouldn't have like giant shiny hair sh- shades like <laughs> waving around our arms all the time. At like... what
0: point did you forget that they were animals in this
1: episode? I mean, well, I mean, it's hard to forget he's the animal when he has a horse face.
0: i actually feel like i forget that he's an animal but then they do like one of these gags like after the opening scene and bojack's making the pill smoothie which clearly is evidence of drugs (laughs) Uh, after the opening theme they have a scene where he's talking to the penguin and before they go inside of the restaurant there are raccoons in a dumpster and i was like i'd forgotten that there were (laughs) they were actually animals in the show and then i saw a raccoon trying to get in the dumpster and i was like
1: So well, we don't know if is that and is that raccoon supposed to be an animal or is that supposed to just be a person? The ad- animals an animal? I think there were people <laughs> because
0: the raccoons were wearing human clothing, but they were <laughs> chilling in dumpsters and I was like, "Where where is the line?" You know, again on the line of like what is animal, what is human? Where is this line? Cuz clearly they're eating at a burger joint in 2122 <laughs> and it I could not stop thinking about what animal are they eating? Oh, a cow works there. What are is they are do they have they are they eating vegan hamburgers? Have they moved to like a oh. society in the future where like even Bojack says at the quinceanera near the end when she's hitting the pi- uh, pinata, mm-hmm. he calls the pinata offensive,
1: mm, and I yes. make
0: me think that if they had pinatas of horses, was there a time in which horses were just horses, and then they became <laughs> horse humanoids, and then they stopped eating meat? I don't know this this show has <laughs> made me trip out <laughs> i don't if think you're... we're supposed to think about it that hard i'm sorry
1: <laughs> if you are interested in exploring more of that there's actually um a show called b it's on yes. netflix yeah everyone's anthropomorphized whatever anthropomorphized that word is. um there's no human it's like a mystery and stuff there's a whole thing about like you're out of high school with, like, herbivores and carnivores and this whole thing about, like, oh, carnivores can't eat meat and stuff, is illegal. The main guy's a wolf and there's a lot of him trying to, like, control himself and not wanting to eat the bunny girl that he's interested in. <laughs> it <laughs> feels like Zootopia, but, like, better. This is what I really want.
0: In some ways, this show has really created a new set of audiences for the furry world. Do you- is that... Yes. You know what I mean? Like-
1: <laughs> yes. I think so.
0: Yeah, they just got Netflix to do a big budget furry <laughs> show because there was sex in the
1: show. There was sex in this show <laughs> in this between show. animals
0: yeah. and humans. So is that bestiality? But it was a humanoid animal, so that is furry, right? That's the line
1: yes although that sex scene i also found bojack very obnoxious too because he was like they were enjoying it and then she he was like no i just want to watch the show of myself i think he actually had an orgasm
0: while watching himself perform oh my god who is the worst i was like bro yeah <laughs> that's I not i was good. like no that's not good yes Okay. I also think one comment about the animals before we move on. I feel like the animals are a commentary on race. Like we have a very diverse cast of humans. That makes me very happy. But yeah, racist in this world is telling the penguins to go back to the South Pole.
1: Right. (laughs) I remember that.
0: I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. Anyways, I I just that's that's my thought. I love the animal thing. I think it's really fun. I will stop now. Uh, what happened next?
1: Well, we get introduced, like, he, there's a lot of talking, That's, there's a lot of, like, jumping and forth between scenes, a lot. Yes. So I was just like, what is going on? Oh, they're here now, oh, they're there now, oh my yeah. gosh. What's I
0: that love on? that fast-paced bit, I think it's too much, I think Family Guy, Melina, have you seen Family Guy? I have not watched it. So, Family Guy is not my favorite show, but they do do a lot of this cutscene, and it's very common in, like, adult cartoon comedy. But okay, I think okay. Family Guy does a bit too much for me. And sometimes I too would get like lost and being like, what thread are we in? Because we've cut so many times to these side tangents that I don't know what is the main thread. Um, and I think Bojack does it okay. I kind of think it's funny when it does like a 10 minutes later or 10 hours earlier and you find out that him and Princess Carolyn, he was supposed to be mm-hmm. writing this book, but he didn't. And Princess Carolyn broke up with him. <laughs> I think that's where we were. We were at the we meet Princess Carolyn. We're back at the restaurant. We find out she broke up with him and he ate nine <laughs> baskets of bread. Yes. Uh, and that's when we meet Mr. Peanut Butter. I liked some of the cutaways. I don't know how you thought. You know when Princess Carolyn said, you don't respect me enough to have a child with me? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, when did I say that? And she said, through his actions.
1: Yes. And then they cut away
0: to him running away. I don't know. That made me laugh so hard.
1: I I don't know i I some of the scenes like that scene, and even like the whole montage with like the days passing and him not writing anything, like I don't know why I just found that maybe because I was already annoyed by Bojack at the beginning, like I just found that annoying like him just being more annoying, like yeah, I'm just like, okay, we know you're irresponsible, we know that you like oh, I only love yourself, that's why you're doing all this, but like bro, come on, have some redeeming moments,
0: yeah. Uh, I was really excited about Todd's flashbacks. I know you mentioned you're neutral on Todd, but what I loved is Todd seems really chill, but then they have this weird flashback of him Uh, getting punched. And then Gabriella is going like, there is this, the way they describe Todd's problem. He needs to hold a quinceanera. And then he just slowly leads the horse to water. Pardon the animal pun. You know, he's like, I need to use, I need to throw a party because he needs to host a quinceanera. But he's like, let me convince Bojack that this is what we need to do. Uh, I it made me like Todd.
1: He's a yeah. He's a very that that was I was just like is he involved with some gangs? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it make you think what's Todd
0: involved in. But it also makes it seem like Todd is like low-key very talented. You know what I mean? Probably. Like he was actually able to get Bojack to do what he wanted, and he was able to throw this amazing party, but no one really knew why. I guess it was obvious. <laughs>
1: I guess that's true, especially since Bojack is very, like, he doesn't want to do anything, so yeah. that Todd managed to get him to do it, it's like, yeah. hmm, the secret underdog. Uh, what did you think of the quinceanera? Well, first I was, like, like, like we mentioned earlier, confused why they even needed it, but well, I know like Todd needed it for his, whatever he was doing <laughs> involved with. <Walmart. laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we, we got to see Mr. Peanut Butter be obnoxious again, and then, and then we were introduced to Diane, and they had their the talk. I feel like he, cause that's when that's that was the moment where we actually saw him be more open. Yes. About like his insecurities and stuff with her, and like I felt that that was a very out of character. Yes. Like. I know that he, she did, like she was vulnerable in the beginning, and maybe that helped him be vulnerable. But I'm like, that seems way too fast and unrealistic. But I feel like Bojack is like brimming; he wants someone to talk to, like he's mm. at the edge,
0: but he doesn't know how to talk to people about this properly. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like he he's pushing everyone away because of his general vibe. And I think Diane, the way she is, and mm. and as you mentioned, she was vulnerable first. He's able to maybe respond to her because the people in his life todd it just mm. listens to him but they end up he's just trying to help him with his problems and even princess carolyn's like demanding work from him as his mm. agent everybody mm. wants something from him and diane does too but she came up with like giving him something first in terms of that vulnerability maybe that's just my thought i like her talk about the brady bunch dad mm. how you're responsible for your own happiness that's my takeaway in this in this segment that we call what is your takeaway from this episode of bojack it's diane saying the quote of what the brady bunch dad from that brady bunch dad anecdote you're responsible for your own happiness
1: that's a good takeaway because it is true we are responsible like i feel that in real life like a lot of there's a lot of situations where we're like oh it'd only be better if this person does this or oh if like oh that person like say why do they cut in line or cut like if they were driving they just cut in front of us it's like we get angry but then it's like maybe if we think of it differently like maybe they have to go to the hospital because of a loved one there and then, then it's like then we don't get angry as much
0: yeah like practicing so, empathy mm-hmm. as well yeah um, was there any other takeaway or any anything funny relatable that that you took from this
1: I guess the only, the main takeaway would be to not take people at face value, mm-hmm. as we can see mostly from the main character, Bojack Horseman, because if I had just watched the first 10 minutes, I would have been like, nope, this guy's just full of himself, obnoxious, annoying. Do you think Bojack is a good person? I mean... We should ask that
0: every time, because I think I'd be curious to see oh, what well,
1: okay, okay. what do you mean by good? Well, it's inherently
0: vague, right? Good is something you define, so do you think Bojack is good? You can ask me this question, too. I feel like I've just asked you, because I'm curious what your first thoughts are.
1: I I'm In terms of, like, good and bad, I think he's pretty neutral right now. Like, okay. I haven't seen him, say, murder someone yet. <laughs> That's your line.
0: Melina, you won't cross that line. If someone murders, you're, like, dead. They're a bad person. Dead to me. Okay, so, Melina, you think he's neutral right now? I think he is uh, trying to be a good person. Right? I don't think he's necessarily a bad person, so maybe I agree with you, he's neutral. I think he's trying to be a
1: good person, but he's clearly not there yet. Yeah, he needs a lot of help. Not that that's wrong, not that that's bad, but yeah. like, he actually needs, like, help, as in he needs some help. help. But not in, like, oh yes. my gosh, he need, I need help, but it's kind of like uh, he just needs help. Like, bro, we all need help he's sometimes. Just, yeah, we all need help sometimes. Yeah. That's a great takeaway. We all need help sometimes.
0: You're responsible for your own happiness, and... I love the ending song. Have we talked about that? Have you? Did you watch the ending song? Uh, I don't remember much. <laughs> okay, Melina, next episode, that is your homework. You have to listen to just the first few lines because I sing it all the time. I have sung it while we've been on other hangouts. Okay. But I think that was it. We got some really great takeaways and look forward to watching episode two. Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co's, a royalty-free album, Keep Calm and Podcast, Song One Fine Day.